of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. Oh boy. This episode's movie, Low Blow from 1986. Here to talk about it, Dylan Blomseth is back. Sir? Hello. 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 Glad to be back. <laughs> first first off, let's get that the elephant of the room. <laughs> the last time you were, you've been on, you were on twice before yeah. by yourself. And then last time you were on, you were here with uh, your girlfriend. Yep, yep. And I have now, because I've had like married couples and stuff on. Yeah. And I have to tell them like, just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> because I've had, I don't want to be cursed, you know? So be advised if you're a couple coming on this show, because how, you two were on and then... How long after you were on the show did you break up horribly? <laughs> I'd say about, about three months. Three oh, I months, thought it was I'd less say. than that. I thought it was like two weeks or something, but it could have been. Yeah. I'm so, not too sure. That whole time frame is sure. It's it's a ways. I hate back. to bring up oh no, it's touchy all good. subject, but <laughs> Yeah. You never know. It's like the curse of the Cubs. It's <laughs> Well, maybe because the yeah. only I officiated a wedding once. Yeah. I'm an ordained minister, and that marriage very quickly ended in divorce so i felt like i was a bad minister or something uh, <laughs> nope <laughs> so, not you <laughs> but so i warn when mary like when yeah. couples come on i'm like just so you know <laughs> my you know there's, there's a history i now. have like a one out of four track record for <laughs> couples going badly after they've been on my show <laughs> it's fighting <clears throat> over these great great movies you know <laughs> i'm sure that's what it was but you were uh on to bigger and better things, man. Oh, yeah. Doing good. So, Low Blow. Let's talk about, first off, the poster. Do you see this thing? I, I looked up the poster. like A poster of a very Caucasian man. Very Caucasian. It looks almost like the poster for, like, an old Nintendo game or something. Yeah. Like, looked kind of Contra-esque. Like, a bit, yeah. Bit. Or Final Fight or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it... <laughs> but it's very yeah it's a very caucasian man yeah who is not the hero of this film no with a fist the size of his head and i'm not even like yeah there's like forced perspective you know yeah perspective to take into account even given that yeah that this man has huge. an enormous fist it is huge so <laughs> there's that right <laughs> off the bat so it's a very misleading poster because it's not even the actor in the film. like Not remotely. <laughs> not remotely. Not even the right race. Nope. Not re- in the same age range. No. Nope. Because I think if you put this fellow, Leo Fong yep. is his name, on this poster, I don't know that it would uh, Maybe sell particularly well. Maybe sell the best. He, he doesn't quite look like action movie material, to say it nicely. Uh, no, and he, and he is not. No. Um, <laughs> And I don't know, I'm not as versed maybe as some people are in sort of like Kung Fu movies and stuff. I don't know yeah. if this guy was like a big deal overseas or, but I mean, I've never heard yeah. of him. He's not like a... Not a big time name like a, in America. a Jackie Chan or a... Yeah. Even lesser known names that I can't think of right now. Yeah. But 
I mean, he's been in some other stuff, but nothing that I've seen. But he's like a middle-aged... He's like a, in his 50s. Yeah. <laughs> with a real weird hairline. Yeah. And yeah, not not yeah. an action star, no. particularly. I think he wears a windbreaker for most of the film. Mm-hmm. He, he's always got his either leather jacket or his windbreaker on. and Yeah, like yeah. a members-only jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Man, rarely have I had a movie on this show that is so much a collection of scenes that aren't necessarily go together. Yeah. Or add up to anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bottom of the barrel action movie. Who knows if this came out? I mean, this might have played in some little features or something. Yeah. But. <laughs> Woof. It was they, something. They combined karate detective cult and heist buildup all into one big beautiful cake of cinematic history that is <laughs> is it karate though <laughs> that is a great question it was <laughs> i don't know that that's the case yeah but <laughs> yeah here was joe wong a man who must be starving to death because every time he attempts to get a meal it, it is interrupted bad. by crime yep Everywhere he goes, crime happens. I think he is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> if he moves out of San Francisco, that place cleans up real fast, I bet. <laughs> wonder if that's what happened with San Francisco. He moved out and... <sighs> well, and it, yeah, because it's nice yeah. seeing... You see kind of the 80s, like the grimy side of yeah. San Francisco. Like we're used to movies where we see yeah. the cable car and the big hills, the bullets yeah. driving down. and they had these But this great... is like lots of, lots of shots of homeless people and like... like like actual porno theaters people. and yeah <laughs> thought that was pretty great like zooming in on a guy cleaning his beard out in a garbage can yeah that like, was that wild. pretty great really added to the plot you know <laughs> but it's but yeah you don't see that sort of grimy side no, of san francisco so that's something i guess yeah but i have to assume that joe wong cleaned it up no yeah. that's not part of the uh, God. Not a lot of shots. Well, you see Alcatraz in the background at one point, but not yeah. a lot of shots of the Golden Gate Bridge, which you, that's no. such a San Francisco stable. You'd think they would. Yeah, I don't know. There's one random scene where he's kind of walking through a harbor, like he's just walking through. I don't, if I remember right, I don't think it really ever added up to anything. But he was just walking through a harbor, and it didn't really even show the water. It just kind of showed sort of what looked like ships in the background. Almost showed what San Francisco is, I think, the staple site of San Francisco. Yeah, we get a bit at the beginning, but then most of the movie is just like out in the boonies. Yeah, on this, <laughs> on this prayer farm. This geographically impossible compound, and we'll get into that. But yeah, the, the, like the first, you get the opening credits, yellow font, I like. Yeah. And then hard cut straight to there's armed robbers robbing like a diner. Yeah. No build up or nothing, just. Guys in, with pantyhose on their head. Robbing the guns. Diner. And he's across the street in his office. He's like a PI, yeah. you know? like just There's nothing noir about him, but yeah. he's like the private dick, you know? Yeah. And he's looking out the window. Something's going on over there. And he puts his gun in his... He's got this assistant, Diane, who, for all the world, just seems like his assistant, like beleaguered assistant who has to like put up with him. And yeah. it blew... We'll get, to, we'll get to it later, but... It, blew my mind what their relationship is yeah. later because there's no anyway yeah and so he just goes across the street to this diner 
and walks in and he's like, where's my ham sandwich? <laughs> and the robbers are like, put the gun to his head and put, sit him down at the table. And he just pulls out his gun, shoots all three of these guys, and then just gets up and is like, forget the sandwich. Get the sandwich. And leaves. <laughs> he does not wait for the police to come. <laughs> To be hailed as either a hero or a, he just walks out as if this shit happens every day. And I suspect yeah. it does because the very <laughs> yeah. next place he goes to to get some food with his chicken feet soup. Yeah. Oh, was... <laughs> which is like grossing out the other patrons <laughs> yeah. and stuff. He looks out the window and there's a purse snatching happening and he runs out and chases these purse snatchers down. Yeah. So this man is not allowed to have a meal. No. In peace. <laughs> he should be skin and bones. Yep. He lives off of fighting crime. <laughs> and there's a scene of the cops like giving him a hard time. They're like, hey, you don't work for us anymore. It's like the scene, like the rogue cop scene yeah. of like, give me your badge and your gun. But yeah. they've already, but they give him his gun back. Yeah, he just <laughs> takes it and walks out. <laughs> They're like, you don't work for us anymore. You're really on thin ice yeah. with me. Like this is, if he's not a cop anymore and he's just a citizen. Yeah. Granted, he gunned down robbers or whatever. Yeah. But I think. But you're still, still just like, giving this dangerous individual his gun back and yeah. just being like, wow, what can we do? <laughs> like, believe there still needs to be like legal proceedings there. Like, Paperwork? Yeah, Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little triple homicide under the rug, you know? Don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we meet the. Well, not really the villain of the movie, this Yara Kunda, Yara Kunda. who looks. A lot like Jim Jones, actually. Yeah. Who gets referenced in this movie, but he yeah. actually lo he looks like Jim Jones cosplaying as the Unabomber. Yeah. <laughs> nice cloak and all. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the Jim Jones sunglasses. Facially, he looks a lot like Jim Jones. Yeah. And then, but yeah, he's wearing like a wizard cloak. Yeah. But the hood up, he looks like the Unabomber. Yeah. But he has a, like a Hindu bindi. Is that what it is? Bindi, is that what it's called? I believe bindi. On his forehead. And then a Star, Star of David tattooed on his cheek. Yeah. So it's a, he's a mixed bag, this guy. <laughs> he's all over the place, just like this movie. But I guess he embraces all religions. But he's yeah. the leader of this whatever of enlightenment. Yeah. The Students of Enlightenment Church. But he's always quoting Bible verses. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's yeah. all over the place. And his, like, assistant, Karma, this lady, who is actually the villain of the movie... Yeah. She's like the brains behind the bread. Like he, it seems like he's actually, like they call this a cult and it definitely seems like a cult. Yeah. But it seems like he's not really doing cult stuff. He's yeah. not sleeping with all the women. Yeah. She's the one who's like forcing them to do labor and hypnotizing yeah, them and shit. He just seems like a everything. cool old man who's maybe religiously confused. Yeah. Who just wants to live out his days on the farm. Tell people Bible verses yeah. and sit and be, I guess he's blind too. That's yeah. why the shades. But. Yeah. Like she's bringing like people into him he like feels their face like oh her new name will be purity purity like you get a new yeah. cult name or whatever yeah but he doesn't seem particularly insidious it's no. this karma girl who's behind the the puppet yeah. master behind the scenes yeah but yeah it's this nice young blonde girl karen who's just come to join and we get a scene of her dad this is the templeton yep. house <laughs> There's a tape. They're sitting down to breakfast. It's him and his wife. Rich mansion type place. And there's like a phone cart sitting next to where they're eating breakfast. Yeah. And the phone rings and he's like, oh, this must be for me. A breakfast meeting with the whoever. Yeah. And but he's like, what? What's that? She's been missing from universities for two weeks. Oh, no. 
So it's their daughter has run off to join this yeah cult. I believe that was was that that was right after he was eating his chicken feet soup got interrupted by the those two guys that I think were drunk the way they were acting the entire movie. <laughs> these yeah these two guys that just kind of pop up everywhere. They're seemingly drunk but they're always starting fights. I think shortly after that uh Templeton contacted uh Joe Wong and tells him my daughter was taken by this cult. I need you to investigate. And so then we have our hero goes to the university that she was attending and there's this was the part that got me it was the he talks to like i think it was the dean i believe or was it like a counselor or someone someone who seems sort of like a dean of admissions type of person and then he he seems to have it all pretty much was it a woman oh man this part's where it's like yeah some secretary or something someone yeah he's like i'm looking for karen templeton yeah and she's like we haven't seen her in a while, but she lives on campus with this roommate. He goes and talks to the roommate. That's what it was. The roommate, who's a terrible actress, who's like, yeah, she joined this cult, and I haven't really seen her since, and she's really into it. <laughs> and then he's wandering through campus and just happens to see a sign for like, oh, there's a class about this very subject being yep. taught right now. Yeah. <laughs> As if this cult is such a big deal that they're like, it's historic that yeah. this teacher yeah. and he wanders into this classroom. He's auditing, I guess. Yeah, and there's a professor in there who's yeah, who's telling his students about like karma. Just got out of prison. She's not actually from India. Like he has all of the details on this cult, like their full backstory and everything. <laughs> yes, it's been yeah, like, around a long time. Why yeah. has no one done anything about this before? Right, students are learning this and then going like i refuse to believe that they're this significant but there's only it's not like there's 300 people on this compound it's like 15 people yeah like (laughs) like 15 people standing in a wide open like this is a small gathering this is not a dangerous cult by any means but and it it was at this point i'm like oh this is what the movie's gonna be i was kind of hoping that the movie is just going to be over and over again him trying to get something to eat and not being able to yeah (laughs) as more and more escalating crimes happen as if it was like an adult swim sketch or something yeah (laughs) but no it's not that well yeah because templeton or yeah the rich guy templeton karen's dad just happened to be in the right everybody's always in the right place at the right time happened to see him stop the purse snatchers that's and it's like he's on the phone he's like james i can use this guy yeah there's how many private investigators, police, anything you could go to, this yeah. guy who, the running gag in the movie is he can't park for shit. He's always parking on the Just curb or running into things, which I guess is funny, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but he's in this junked up beater car. You watch him, and this actually winds up being a plot point later, which I could not believe. Like his car yeah. won't start and he gets out and he just does like tap tap on the radiator and that's his secret trick to get it to work. Which winds up being important later, yeah. which is dumb. <laughs> but, yeah. So then Templeton shows up at his office. This rinky-dink little office where he's yeah. sitting around in his undershirt. Like, the yeah. second you see this guy, you should be like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm a rich man. I'll go elsewhere. <laughs> yes. But, like, what? I guess he needs to keep it under the radar or something. Because you don't want your da- known that your daughter's been off to this cult or whatever. Yeah. But 
they never say that yeah <laughs> so i don't know no he just instead of going to the cops he's like this random guy that just beat up two purse snatchers I'm tracking him down and when i say beat up that's that is a loose term isn't it it's because the purse snatchers also if you look at imdb the purse snatchers were also it's the same actors who played the robbers that he shot but you can't tell because they have yeah. masks on and they appear later at the pit fight thing yeah. but yeah he's like swinging like he swings yeah. the purse at him and it's just like a one quick punch yeah and they fly across the room like, yeah. there's no fight choreography to it there's yeah. no there's no way this guy was like a big action star somewhere because no it's he's not like jet lee we're like holy shit yeah. how does a human being do that yeah no he, he just <laughs> he just moves and they go down yes like, it's much so as good. a 50 something year old man yeah would do and then there's the scene that i lovingly call hypnosis which looks better in print i'll admit i like but it. i like it <laughs> they sent everyone in the cult gets sent out to just this empty field where nothing is growing nothing to just hoe the ground for for nothing yeah they're just and then karma gets on a loudspeaker and is by reading like bible verses at them apparently hypnotizing like yeah. relax close your eyes and they're all hypnotized yeah but f- to what purpose she doesn't make them do anything weird yeah no she just <laughs> but they're all out they're just hoeing this field for no reason so yeah i called it hoenosis hoenosis i don't know <laughs> I'm trying to come up with anything for this movie, man. It's it's, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a card for sure. One of my favorite scenes comes up. I believe it was after there was so many cutaways going back and forth from the farm to like what Joe Wong was up to mm-hmm. that it, the whole order of the film is just scattered in my memory. Like I like, said, yeah, it's a collection of scenes. It feels like. The editor ran into the room. I got it. I got it. And tripped and fell. And all the film reel like unspooled everywhere. Yeah. And he, oh shit. They had to just put it back together in a nearly random order. Yeah. <laughs> because it this beautiful scene in Joe. I don't even know what Joe was in there for. He just kind of walked in. And then the two purse snatcher guys walk in behind him. And the one is just harassing this guy mopping the floor <laughs> the bus for boy, no yes. reason. This poor busboy. And busboy just, without a single word or anything, just takes his mop and beats the crap out of this guy. And it just kind of blew me away. Like this random <laughs> random busboy who actually seemed like he had martial arts training. Yeah, like, he's called he... Sticks. Uh, <laughs> was that... Was that the same guy? Did he do the pit fight? Yes. Gotcha. Well, that's the thing. It's, this is this series of scenes is uh, Joe Wong putting together his group of toughs by finding... Because yeah. also at that diner where the busboy beat up the purse snatchers is Duke, the old black boxer. Because yeah. there was a scene of him earlier that doesn't seem to have any bearing at all, but will. Yeah. Where Joe's there watching the boxers. This old guy sort of beats up the younger younger guy and then he's in the back room kind of complaining to his trainer or whatever about oh i could have been one of the greats or whatever and then these like leg breakers come in with like you oh you were supposed to go down in the fifth round or whatever who he just one boom 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 just punches out like why are you you're coming at a professional boxer like you better come correct yeah (laughs) bring a gun or something yeah because he's gonna knock you out yeah it's like (laughs) picking a fight with mike tyson like yeah for what 
And he runs off. And then the next time we see him is at the diner. Yeah. Where Joe has come in to be like, hey, I might have some work for you. But yeah. he's just like collecting this weird group of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. There's a scene where he picks up Chico the knife Chico. fighter. Yeah. The, they're, like they've had, they're just having a random little knife fight in the street. like On like a playground. Bandana. Yeah. Yeah, where they're each holding like half of the bandana so they yeah. can't let go of each other. Yeah. And they're... But that scene is crazy because on the, it was clearly shot on two completely different days. Yeah. Because Joe's driving up to the playground and it's San Francisco fog. It's super foggy. Yeah. And then when you see the playground where the knife fight's happening, it's broad daylight, sunny sunny as hell, middle of the day, not early morning foggy. (laughs) So it's two different scenes put together. Yeah. And he he hands Ramon his number to give to Chico. Yes. And cops show up, everyone scatters, the whole betting circle runs away. But none of this seems like it's going to go anywhere. No. It does. Yeah. But we don't know that, so it just seems like he's just meeting random people that have no bearing on anything. Yeah. (laughs) Well, also, when he's at the college, he's out in the park, he's in the parking lot, and a car rolls by of, like, Hispanic gangsters, very stereotypical... And they're driving like a pretty nice car. There's a very nice car parked right next to his shitty car. Yeah. And they're like, look at that shitty car. Let's steal its hubcaps. Why wouldn't you steal the hubcaps off the nice car? Yeah. <laughs> instead of his piece of shit. But he comes over, beats up these guys who are yeah. stealing. And again, by beats up, it's like one punch. You know. Yeah. Not exactly electrifying <laughs> fight choreography, but it's just it's so funny that they're... Why are you messing with his car? Yeah. Out of, of all, all the cars the in the cars parking lot. there. They just picked this crappy little beater, <laughs> like, God, that was a great scene. He picks up his hub, his hubcaps as they scurry away, and yeah. <laughs> Does he, he might even hit a guy with a hubcap, I'm not sure. I think he might have. But he scares them all yeah. off. When he pulls up to see, well, he's going to go find this, because the professor has told him all about where this, this cult compound is now, yeah. and he's going out in the boonies to find it. He stops at this little gas station yeah. type rest stop area mom and pop shop yeah to ask for more directions or whatever and he parks and he runs right into like this pylon thing and a <laughs> cop comes up and is looking at it like this asshole what is this about but then does nothing does nothing just like, like oh well, well and walks off like what <laughs> why even have that scene then yeah if nothing is going to be gained from this yeah. other than I guess continuing the gag of he's terrible at parking, but you yeah. don't need the cop to show us that. No. <laughs> it's a waste of time. There's that whole great scene where he comes in and just... <laughs> just bumps right into it. Just... Man. <laughs> and there's an, old, there's an old white couple in this store that is really giving this Asian guy the eyeball. Yeah. They're like... like and I don't even know if they were actors. They might have just been they might have, in they the store like that they day. They were just there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's all this? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people in here calling him Chinaman. They they said that a lot in But this also, movie. he keeps calling Duke, the black man, boy. boy. Yeah. So, he's got it coming. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, that, not those... that it should be like raci- racist tete-a-tete, but... Yeah. Or, no, they were know. going back and forth, the two of them. <laughs> not okay? No. <laughs> That's 1986 for you, though. Okay. I mean, it's actually shocking that Chinaman is the worst thing that was said. Yeah. That's pretty mild, considering yeah. 1986. 1986, for sure. <laughs> and when we say compound, and here's here's where the plot of this movie, or what passes for the plot of this movie, stops making sense altogether. 
it's going to be treated as if this is like Fort Knox, and we're going to have yeah. to put together this, this big this team crew. of to sneak in here under cover of night. <laughs> There's no fences around this thing. He just no. drives right into it. Yeah, it's a it's a couple shacks. Yeah, in between but... two fields. There's no fences. A guard, the guard tower that they keep referring to, is a scaffold that a guy is standing on. Yeah, (laughs) there's no security here. No, there's the the gate because they had to put more guards at the gate. After we'll get to that in a second, but the gate at the like it's like a long dirt driveway, and then just a tiny little gate that just goes over the driveway, like yeah, like you could go around it like it's it's nothing. Absolutely means nothing. Yeah. No fences, nothing. Just just one little swinging arm that comes over the road. <laughs> <laughs> but he sees as he's pulling, like he's parked like forty feet away. So there's no yeah. way they didn't see him. But he sees there's like there's a young guy who's like I've had enough of this. This doesn't feel right. This is cult shit. Yeah. And tries to run away from the field from the hope gnosis. Yeah. <laughs> and is immediately captured like they ride up on a horse and jump off the horse and tackle him like that was a great scene a horse which we never see again yeah where did this horse come from no where did it go (laughs) but so he sees that he witnesses this guy getting like dragged back yeah and locked in a shack and they saw him see it like he's sitting he he's He's, clearly visible like 40 feet away (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's not hiding in the bushes or anything but then he just walks he kind of just walks in and introduces himself and the guards bring him over to, uh, what's his name, Yurakunda. Yep. And they're like, you know, hey, I'm Joe. I want to join your group here. Enlightenment sounds cool or whatever. And Yurakunda's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Only in its karma was like, mm, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. But they're walking him around, showing him the place. And then like some guys jump out and ambush him and knock him out. Yeah. Club him. And they lock him in this shack with the kid who tried to run away. But they escape immediately yeah. with the old, well, it's the trash can fire trick. Because yeah. they're in like a room with like one of the little sliding view window yeah. doors, like a, you know. And he just starts a fire in this little trash can and holds it up under the thing so it looks like the whole room is on fire yeah. when you look in there, I guess. I, it's what they were going for. And when I the think. guy opens the door, they knock him out and yeah. they run away. <laughs> but here's where him, the car thing becomes important because they go to jump in the car First off, this young guy is doing some real overacting with the like, I can't get in the door. He's like <laughs> pulling on it, like pretend pulling on it before he unlocks it and lets yeah. him in. But then the car won't start. So the kid runs back to the corner of the building to like make sure nobody's coming <laughs> while he does the tap on the radiator with the or the manifold yeah. with the tire iron thing. <laughs> just trips a guy as a guy with a shotgun just runs up and he just like whoops, sticks his leg out and trips this guy, steals Tricks his him. shotgun. And they get away in the car. So he's freed this kid, but not the Karen that he came to find in the first yeah. place. I don't, he never even probably got to see her. Yeah. Oh, there's also, oh my God, this is some cheap movie, action movie. It's almost yeah. a parody of itself because you would put this in like a naked gun movie. But as they're driving away, being chased by another car, there's just a pallet full of empty cardboard boxes yeah. for no reason that they drive through like <laughs> action as they drive yeah. through this inexplicable pallet full of completely empty cardboard boxes yeah. that are sitting there for no reason at all other Just, than to be driven through yeah <laughs> well before they escaped karma was interrogating him yeah she like bit his ear and yeah. like kneeled on his nuts with yeah. her knee and she's 
always eating like marshmallow peeps, but like yeah. sucking on them and yeah. trying to get other people to. It's yeah. so weird. She was. It's an odd character yeah. trait. <laughs> this this villain, she needs something. Yeah. Could we do? What do we need? Like a like a white cat now? That's Blofeld from James yeah. Bond. What does she need? I don't know. She can like suck on marshmallow peeps and try. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> She, All right. She has her bullhorn and her sugar. That's, that's, that's weird. Yeah, so he's freed this kid. Back at the office, he's talking with Diane. She's telling him, like, hey, all these bills are piling up. The creditors are calling. They're going to turn out, like, your check bounced, yeah. rents due on the office or whatever. So he's a he's not doing well yeah. as a private investigator. <laughs> she brings up, like, every single time she sees him. Like, she brings up that they're not good on money. Yeah. Every single time. And then she's like, oh, you're supposed to go meet Mr. Templeton at such and such cathedral. <laughs> okay. He drives across town to this cathedral, goes in. Templeton's sitting there by himself. He sits out of the pew. This is the conversation they have that required him to drive all the way across town and not just over the telephone. <laughs> he sits down. Templeton says, how's the case coming? He's like, oh, I know she's in there. I'm going to get her. Cool. Bye. Yeah. They exchange a sentence each, and then he leaves. You could have done that over the phone. Why are you having this clandestine cloak and dagger shit? Yeah, like going into the cathedral, and yeah. You just took an hour out of your day to exchange a sentence with a man. Just call yeah. him on the phone. Mm -hmm. What is it? What are you doing? Yeah. Other than we need to kill. This movie needs to be ninety minutes, so we need to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't get it. And then we cut to the next morning. Joe is sitting at the kitchen table. And behind him, cooking breakfast, is Diane wearing nothing but a button-up shirt. Yeah. And my head exploded. Yeah. That, that Stop was, it. Yeah. They're a couple? shattering Yeah. The whole time. You never get a hint of any no. sort of flirting between them. No. She's just nagging on him and nagging on him. And then she all seems of a sudden, beleaguered to yeah. even work for this man. <laughs> and they're sleeping together? Yeah. This... <laughs> semi i mean fairly attractive woman yeah and this weird old man like yeah it blew my head off could not believe it, <laughs> it just came out of nowhere out of left field that was one of my favorite scenes i i had to pause <laughs> and go back and like i had to watch all of the scenes in the beginning to see if i could pick anything up nothing not a single hint it's god i think it's from this point on that the movie is just one bit of craziness after another. Yep. Because the next scene is gunmen from the cult compound are coming to get Joe and take him out. Not at his office. No. At his home. Kind of in the country. I don't know that it's his home. It seems like it's a shack. It's just yeah. out in the boonies there's, somewhere. There's like a junkyard around it. Like, it's just yeah. kind of just this old little somewhere near is this the... where he lives this I, isn't where they were eating I breakfast i don't know actually were they eating breakfast at diane's place geographically <laughs> it seems like it's just down the road from the cult compound it looks like the same sort of yeah yeah like same like cult compound is just fields and fields and grassy hills and <laughs> well then... there's one field that's just completely bare yeah and then at one point there's there a field that that's green... very green yeah that the cult leader is just sitting in and like talking. So I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's also at one point 
a river that comes up to this yeah. camp, which you never see. Never see. <laughs> Ever. You, you don't even... But they assault it by raft. Yeah. I don't think you even see them getting out of the raft or doing anything with He gets river. up on, like, a dock. Yeah. But when we see shots of the compound, it's just... Flat it's fields. Out. It's fields, fields as far as flat. you can see. There's no river leading up to this yeah. thing. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite scenes are when these guys come up to his house, and like he sneaks back into it's the so junkyard. <laughs> and my, my favorite scene is this one guy. He's like just walking past this little barrier, and Joe pops up and just chokes him, and just does the longest choke you've ever the seen. One-handed choke zooms in on the guy's face, like <laughs> <laughs> the guy's sitting there for. I'd say maybe a solid 30 or 40 seconds going, ah, like. <laughs> and he's taking their guns from them. Yeah. But not using them. No. There are guns, there's guns all over this movie, but the only time anyone ever gets shot is that opening scene when he shoots those robbers. Yeah. No one else has ever, well, no, the I end. guess Duke and the one lady are shooting people, but yeah. he never shoots anybody else. No. He takes their guns, he punches them. My favorite part of this, it's twofold. One guy is walking past what is very clearly a new addition to yep. this shack because it's like this ramshackle shack. Yeah. And then there's like this wall of reeds <laughs> that is clearly brand new. Yeah. And very suspicious. And he walks right past it. And of course, Joe comes like crawling out of it, like yep. <laughs> breaking through these reeds to grab this guy. Oh, it's like so he's the good. predator. It's yeah. so crazy. <laughs> and then this guy wakes up surrounded by tiny little puppies. That what was, are these puppies? Where are these puppies coming from? Like he wakes up and there's just puppies on him, like these. He's like under newborns. a pile of little puppies. Yeah, <laughs> that are just what? Whose puppies are these? Yeah. Joe like felt bad about knocking this guy out, so he's gonna put him like, oh here, have yeah. some puppy, enjoy some puppies <laughs> yeah. when you wake up. What? Did, what? <laughs> so wild. God. And then, so these guys are all running away. He's taking all their guns. <laughs> they go to their car. And again, there's three or, or four of them. Yeah. If you encircled this guy, try to put up some kind of fight. I know he took your guns away and maybe you're cowardly without them, but yeah. he's not that tough. <laughs> no, he's like a 50-year-old a man. Yes. Like... <laughs> he... So they've locked themselves in their car. He comes up with a two-by-four, starts smashing out all the windows. They're just sitting there just shitting their pants hammering. and taking it. And then he goes over and gets like, like a, a big, big buzzsaw. Yeah. You know, with safety goggles. And put safety, safety goggles. goggles on. There were safety goggles perfectly <laughs> right next to this big buzzsaw that just happened to be in the grass. Which he puts on because <laughs> safety first. <laughs> and cuts through all the support, you know, everything that's holding the roof of the car to the body of the car. And flips the roof of the car off. And they all jump out and run away. <laughs> and he just watches them. He just... Like, he's just putting the fear of God in them or something. Like, they won't come back and bother me again because I cut the roof off their car with it. But the scene takes so long. We it watch him cut every piece every of this thing. Every single piece around the car. Oh, my God. He breaks every single window, walks around the car, gives it some extra taps on the hood with this two-by-four. Like, he took his sweet time. He's so they, intimidating. They didn't think about turning the key, starting the car, driving... No, no, no. He's too scary. He's... <laughs> Next we see Joe arriving at some kind of gambling den. And he's like, hey, where's Fuzzy? And they're like, well, Fuzzy's back in the corner back there losing at cards. And Fuzzy's this big, 
Joe Don Baker looking yeah. like almost he almost looks like a like the way wrestlers used to look. WWE yeah. wrestlers now everybody's all buff and oil, yeah. but like a hacksaw Jim Duggan yeah. type, like just just stepped out of the semi truck type yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> and Fuzzy is bad at cards because he has gone all in, and they're like, show him, and he goes three fives, buddy, buddy, you went all in on three fives. I know that's three of a kind, but yeah, come on, was... <laughs> you're bad at gambling, and he gets mad, flips the table over, beats all these guys up. Yeah. And then we cut away, and that's yeah. We're like, okay, hi and bye, fuzzy. I guess what? Are, what yeah. are all these collection of miscreants that he's meeting? Yeah, <laughs> we don't know yet. And then he <laughs> no, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. Okay, because okay. so, the next scene is also crazy. <laughs> so he watches Fuzzy like beat up all these guys, and Fuzzy walks past him and goes out the door. Does not say a word to him. Does not say a single word. But Joe just goes, "Could you hand me the phone?" Mm-hmm. Calls up Diane. It says, put an ad in the paper. <laughs> Strongman <laughs> competition. $25,000 cash reward. <laughs> Which we never see the... We never even know how much Joe's getting paid in all of this. But he just has $25,000 cash well, reward Well, no, and they promise. seem to... At the Tough Man competition, they seem to be collecting money. Because Diane yeah. is sitting at a folding table in this field with a yeah. strong box full of money that the purse snatcher guys try to like reach their hands in yeah so they're collecting money from the entrance yeah to then pay the prize. yeah it's but rather than just talk to these people and yeah. be like hey duke hey fuzzy hey yeah. chico hey mop boy yeah. sticks is your name i guess. I guess i got work for you yeah he puts on this impromptu like tough guy competition like like blood sport yeah like in a big pit that looks like it was dug out recently yeah they like, just like eight foot how did he afford to get a backhoe to come out and dig out dig this out pit this big like eight foot by 12 foot in a field that looks like a... again it's 40 feet away from the cult compound it's yeah. the same area yeah. <laughs> and so we watch a bunch of people fight we see chico and the bus boy fight each other yeah. we see fuzzy and some other big kind of wrestler yeah. guy wrestling around in the mud yeah there's suddenly like a tough lady she comes out of nowhere. She's like a bodybuilder lady. lady. The most amazing biceps I've ever seen. <laughs> she makes sure to show those off. She beats up the purse snatchers when they fall in the yeah. hole. Duke beats somebody up. And then there is, for no reason, because they don't wind up even joining the team, Yeah, two ninjas fight each other. Yeah. But look, when I, when I say two ninjas, I mean it's two men in full ninja garb. Yep. In broad daylight. Yep. In a hole. A fighting each other. Why are you dressed like ninjas? With, You're not sneaking side. in anything. Yeah. No. There's no reason to be dressed like ninjas right now. No. <laughs> they they both got their sign and they're going at it. But nothing ever happens with those two. It's just a... No. We never see them again. No. They fight once and... But I just don't know why you've gone to the effort... Because you, if you're dressing yeah. like a ninja in the black with the face mat, yeah. it's because you're trying to sneak into yeah, someplace. Be stealthy. You're in broad daylight in a hole in a with field. a crowd of people looking at you. There's no reason to be dressed like a ninja right yeah. now. No. You're doing the least ninja thing imaginable. <laughs> that was a great scene. I... But he also had to. It's running on the assumption that he's going to put this ad in the paper. Yeah. And, and it appears, what, the next day or the day after? Yeah. And each one of these people that he wants to be there is going to happen to see that ad 
yeah. then choose to respond to it. Yeah. Like, Fuzzy was getting his shoes shined. Yeah. <laughs> and just happened to hear about it from the shoe shine Yeah, the shoe guy. shine guy's like, hey, you see this in the paper? Yeah. This plan could have fallen apart. All it would have taken was yeah. someone not looking at the paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Instead of just walk, maybe he has no social skills. He just yeah. can't walk up and talk to people. Yeah. But he orchestrates this whole thing to see who's the toughest of the tough. And of course, it's all the people he already met. Yeah. Except for the strong lady. Yeah. So it's absolutely pointless. And then, speaking of people who do not matter at all. Especially because I paused it to look, and there's only 20 minutes left of this movie. It's time to stop introducing new characters. Yeah. We cut to a bar where there's arm wrestling going on. The guy wins the arm wrestling, and three bikers come in, and he's like also the bouncer, and he beats them up, throws them out because they're pushing some lady around. And Joe and the tough lady, who's on a motorcycle, are outside watching this guy throw people out of the bar. Yeah. And Joe's like, what about him? And she's like, oh, I've seen, t- I used to beat him up. Yeah. And then Joe's like, okay. And then they don't add they, him to the crew. No. no. She says, what the fuck was the uh, point of that? No. <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> she's the strongest. <laughs> I but guess. That guy looked pretty tough. You could have used yeah. him. Oh, for sure. He could have been a great. But help. if not, why are we watching it? Yeah. There's absolutely no reason. Yeah. He has another unnecessary meeting with Templeton now at the docks. Yeah. Again, you could just call this. I know we. Yeah. I know it's before cell phones. Yeah. But this rich man, I'm sure, has a car phone. You yeah. have a phone in your office. Just call this man yeah. instead of meeting at the docks. Yeah. To tell him basically the same thing you already told him last time, which is, she's in there. I'm putting a crew together. I'll have her soon. Yeah. Good, or you won't get your money. Yeah. That's it. That's... You drove all the way to the docks for that? Yeah. Oh, but it's, what's very important is... In this conversation, he says to Templeton, I'm putting my crew together. We got to go in. We have to do it because there's no way the cops and the FBI can get in this place. Are you fucking joking? They could very easily. You literally drove up. Yeah. You drove up to the place and went, hi, I'm Joe. Can I come in? Yeah. Like there was. There's no gate. There's no no fences. There's maybe about. It's 15, a shack in a field. Like 15 to 30 people in a shack in a field. Like <laughs> FBI can't handle this? What are you talking about? Uh, one of the guards at the compound who's always like lifting weights is Billy Blanks, the creator of Tybo. If anyone is old enough to remember those infomercials, I am. <laughs> yeah, so he's got his tough squad together. Yeah. At the office and be like, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's your, you're going to take out the guard tower, which again is a guy on a scaffolding. You guys go over here, take out these people. I'm going to sneak in and find Karen. Everybody has their role. Yeah. And Duke and him kind of butt heads where Duke's like, well, I want my money first. And he's like, no, you do the job and then you get the money. He's yeah. like, no, you pay me and then I do the job. But then it, there's no resolution. They just no. stop arguing. Yeah, they just <laughs> So it's a talking. pointless scene. Yeah. He brings up how he didn't see Joe fight. In the ring, and he was like, "I don't need to fight." Yeah, like, like none I don't... of them needed to fight. Like, well, yeah, but it was, but it's also the, yeah. the idea is like, I'm clearly the toughest one here. Yeah. I don't need to prove myself oh, yeah. to you. No, every single person Wong. in this room could beat up Joe. Oh, for sure. Every <laughs> I've seen one. you. I maybe Duke hasn't seen you fight Joe, but I have. <laughs> and let me tell you, oh, everyone man. here could beat you up. <laughs> and yeah, then under cover of darkness. Like, Navy SEALs, they're coming in on these rafts on this this river river. that does not exist 
to a dock that does not exist to sneak into this compound, which, again, you could just turn your headlights off and drive up to. <laughs> yeah, they could have just walked across the field. Like 100%. <laughs> no reason to be this stealthy about it. No. They're all wearing their, their like... I loved that it was, like, that 80s action camouflage. Yeah. Like, those camo cargo pants, mm-hmm. ripped sleeves, yep. bandanas. Yes. Like... <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're the... Dis- the... They're all looking... What are the, the just disp- dependable? No, that's not. Expendables. Expendables yep. is the word I've been trying to think of yep. this entire time and could not think of. Yes. <laughs> they they, they had that. The, the expendables, and yeah. they're not. That Stallone cut look. That's... We see... <laughs> this made me laugh so hard. Yara Kunda oh. sleeps... He apparently... Again, he's only sleeping with Karma. He's the yeah. only girl yeah. here he seems to see. He's not like he's putting a harem together or something yeah, gross. No. He sleeps... With the sunglasses on, okay, yeah, you're blind, I get it. Yeah. But he also sleeps with, with his hood. The hood, just the hood. Just the hood. From this cloak. Yep. He's he's bare chested. He has no clothes on, except for the hood, hood from this cloak. <laughs> and it reminded me so much of, even when I was a kid, I thought this was funny. The He-Man action figures, yep. Skeletor is a bare chested man yep. with rippling muscles, but he still has like just like a little red riding hood. Yeah hood around his head yeah with no other clothes except like trunks yeah it reminded me of that <laughs> he sleeps with this hood on yeah. for what why <laughs> i don't know man wanted to hide his identity oh, that could that, be that's... no one can know i'm in this fucking movie <laughs> he's like i have I, I have a bindi on my forehead and a star of david on my <laughs> cheek <laughs> oh. joe fights billy blanks Who's just doing like trying to do some karate kicks to him, yeah. and then he just punches him once and falls down. Yeah, and then we get so he's he's sneaking through the place, he's running into guys, he's he's taking their guns away and knocking them out. Yeah, he's not killing anybody except for one guy <laughs> for some reason who he throws to the ground. Got right there in my notes. It says face stomp. Yes, <laughs> and he like wah stomps on this guy's face, and we get this terrible like pumpkin dummy head that gets smushed. <laughs> just. Like, it's a horror film. <laughs> he smashes like a, this man's whole skull, face. Like a, like a cake. <laughs> like a pumpkin or a cake. But just that guy. Just Why that, that, guy. that guy really made you mad. Yeah. It was the bandana guy from earlier yeah. that he scared away with the by yeah. cutting the car apart. Uh, a guy whose bandana, by the way, is so covered by his hair yeah. that it's not actually serving any function to hold his hair back. Yeah. But also, you can't see any of it except the part that's tied. So the whole thing... I thought he just had two red feathers, like, stapled to his ear. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, he has a headband on. You just yeah. can't see it because his hair is covered hair. in it, which defeats the entire purpose of the headband yeah. in the first place. <laughs> okay. Or bandana, yeah. you know. That reminded me of, like... I've seen Bruce Lee do that in, like, some of his older movies. He, like, jumps on a guy and makes that full... You know? That's exactly what Joe Wong was up to there, I think. He he wanted to go for that Bruce Lee look with everything. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just it's so it's out of so nowhere. Because he's just be, he's, he's just thrown guys down to beat him up. up. And then this one guy he decides just, he, murder. Yeah. <laughs> murder. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, I could not believe it. God. Just the out of nowhere. So Head good. destruction. Yeah. And then he suddenly has an Uzi. None of the people he's fighting. There's two guys standing, like, looking down the stairwell. Yeah. Who each have pistols. Yeah. 
he pops up in the stairwell and like punches them both in the nuts yeah. and they fall over. And then the ne- cut to the next thing we see him, he has an Uzi. Yeah. Where do you get that? He just, also, he never uses it, so why bother yeah. to pick it up? Yeah. Well, he just has the Uzi. <laughs> the, all of the other crew members were just like standing outside, like mercilessly killing every single guard they came across. Yeah, Duke and the tough yeah. lady are shooting, all just shooting everybody. <laughs> Fuzzy, who's his only purpose seems to be he ran up and knocked the scaffold over yeah. that was the guard tower. Yeah. And that we never see him again. That yeah. was his only purpose. Billy Blanks winds up getting shot by Duke. Yeah. So they're outside killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then Karma, they hear the gunshots. Karma's like, oh, we got to go. You're a, you're a, God, I never say his name right. You're a Kunda. You're a Kunda. Like, we got to go. She sneaks him out through some secret door in the floor or something. And then they're outside and she's just like, I guess this is where I leave you and shoots him in the face. Yeah. Like, the best. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that because I could. I could feel that one coming the entire movie. Like, she's talking about how she feels like something's going to happen at their farm, and he's sitting there, like, in this green field, just loving life. Everything was great. This was all a part of God's plan. He was just loving his life, right? And then she's just doing evil stuff behind him. And then at the very end, she's just holding a gun right in his face, and he's blind, and he can't... He has no clue what is he's... Yeah, just... That was one of the best. <laughs> but like, for what? And then she just gets away. Yeah. So what was the point of any of this other than saving this one white girl? Yeah, you killed like 20 people. Yeah. And your Kunda didn't seem that bad. No, he was just an old man. Yeah. Just doing his religious thing out in the fields. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I... <laughs> the girl playing Karma, she, did, she had a bit of career beyond this. She's in the color purple. Yep and stuff so she's been in other stuff but yeah when he was like doing his bible verses she's like sitting behind him like blah blah like making yeah. faces like a little kid like plugging yeah. her ears like blah 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 yeah. blah blah like she hates this guy so much yeah. why are you here yeah. what power are you gaining from hypnotizing 15 college kids into hoeing yeah. an empty field i do, what's yeah. the game plan here i remember her taking <laughs> karen's jewelry is it what seemed to be expensive jewelry? Yeah, it's like you can't, when you come here, you yeah. give up your worldly possessions, you can't yeah. have this jewelry. But like. That's it? She's robbing them of their jewelry? Their that's jewelry. the game plan? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she takes what they have on them, and that's the robbery, I guess. That's. The guys aren't coming wearing a bunch of jewelry. No. So what's. No. It... I don't understand. And it's not like she really loves Yurakunda. She clearly does not like him at all and yeah. shoots him in the face. Yeah. So this was all for nothing. Yeah. But Joe does rescue Karen, carries her out of there. Yeah. Um, where she was being like, she was being they had like her strapped drug. down. Yeah. yeah. And they were because was she starting to have doubts or wanting to leave yeah. or something? So they were keeping her medicated. Yeah. And then she like tries to fight Joe when he goes in to save her. She starts swinging on him. And I was thinking to myself, like, this could be the end of her. One hit and <laughs> yeah. she's done. <laughs> like, yeah, he might smash her head to pieces yeah. by accident. Just. <laughs> he doesn't he carries her out and then again because well i suppose they wiped out all the guards at this point but yep. diane just pulls up in a white van for them to jump into because again this place is not impossible to get into yeah. it's very very easy to get into and the cops and the fbi could have handled this in an afternoon yes without all of this rigmarole yeah <laughs> and probably without killing all no. of these people <laughs> no face stomping nothing like but there's also not gonna be there's all this gunfire happening no police ever show up 
Yeah. They just came in here, killed a bunch of people. Good guys, bad guys, whatever. Yeah. This motley crew of toughs he's put together have come in, slaughtered this compound full of people like it's the Branch Davidians. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just leave. There's... And just leave and there's no answering for any of it. Yeah. Nothing. Like... It's probably I on like the news like two days later, like those 20 dead people. people in a field and we yeah. don't know what happened to them. It must have been a suicide. Yeah. I like thinking about those like 20 people that weren't, you know, the people that were just like mind controlled, hoeing the field and then staying. In the yeah, we compound. never see what happens to them. Did they I, run off? Did they, they kill them the too? Next day, they see all of the dead people and they're like, huh. <laughs> like, Well, they had to have heard all that gunfire, yeah, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> takes a long time for karma to hear the gunfire it does. and the fighting and <laughs> it does like there's a lot that happens before she becomes aware that like oh we have all of our guards going and fighting these people no one says a thing to her like yeah no oh. one runs in hey you better come see this yeah like no maybe there's a tie on the door could be <laughs> yeah <laughs> if the shacks are knocking rocking don't come in <laughs> but yeah, and then it's like the next day everybody's like gone their separate ways um, what's the rich guy's name? Uh, Templeton. Templeton pulls up, gets yep. his daughter back, hands the chauffeur like hands Joe this big like, big folder full yeah. of apparently individual checks for each member of his crew yeah. instead of like cash. Yeah, which feels like a big ask. Yeah, but because he just hands a check, he reaches into it, and hands a check to Duke, who then rips the check up. Yeah. I guess that's his character growth. It was like he was all about the money, and now he's like, I guess we did a good thing when we killed all those people. You yeah. don't need to pay me for it. Yeah. He rips his check up. And... <laughs> Whatever, dude. We never see him pay anybody else. No. Everybody else already left. But... Yeah. He gets, him and Diane get in the car, and he says, Let's go to Vegas. And he tries yes. to start his car, and it's just the starter of the car firing constantly. Credits start rolling. The car is still. Not starting. <laughs> the big heroic ending yeah. of our movie is our hero and his inexplicable girlfriend slash assistant yeah. failing to start a car yeah. <laughs> as credits roll yeah. over them trying and failing to start a yeah. car. He didn't That's do the finish. Like, three knock thing either. He could have done his three no. knocks and it would start. But nope, he just sits there rolling on the starter. <laughs> Wild shit, man. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I always give you the best stuff. Oh, you do. <laughs> you won't know what to do with yourself if I ever actually yeah. give you like a, a good movie for real. Well, when I got your text and you sent me the title, I immediately, I was at work, I pulled up YouTube on my phone and watched the trailer for the movie, and I was like, he gives me the best movies. <laughs> so I was so happy. I was like, because these are my favorite types of movies, just these low-budget, just very cut and dry bottom barrel films it's, that's my forte right there well, <laughs> there's plenty to go around so Heck yeah you'll continue to be here again and again it's that time of the episode where i press the magic button see what next week's movie chosen completely at random will be press the magic button now next week's movie is okay this we're going back to action land i think the dragon unleashed from 2019, it is on Tubi. Where else? <laughs> I should just change my name of my show to that. So Tubi, I swear That's to God. So Tubi. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, some kind of a action movie. There's a guy dressed. He looks a lot like Deathstroke. Yeah, from DC. 
Um, is that have... is that John Schneider? That looks like John Schneider from the Dukes so. of ah, from the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, uh, Clark Kent's dad on Smallville. Oh man, I wonder if this is a secret Christian movie because he's been stuck in Christian movie land for the last decade. <laughs> oh boy. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. So that's everybody's <laughs> homework for next week. The Dragon Unleashed from 2019 on Tubi. Oh boy. That one looks good. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Where can people find you? Some um, places. Well, Instagram. It's always the same. At Deeran underscore skate 88. Still have to... Eventually I'm going to get a new Instagram. I'm going to re-upload all of my old skate clips and stuff to a new Instagram, but I've just been phasing out the old social medias. That's sure. my part of the new year here. Because I want to just have... I don't know. feels like when I open up social media, it's just a cluster of things. And I'm like, I just don't even go on Instagram anymore, Facebook. Like, I've just gotten so far away from social medias but i feel like if i can just refresh i'll get back into it i think sounds like a plan yep meanwhile i'm all over this shit <laughs> <laughs> well, i got a show to promote what do you want yeah exactly uh on twitter i am at heath lambert 78 the show is at that's a random p2 slasher tiktok mastodon and hive the show is some form or other of That's a Random or That's a Random Pod or That's a Random Podcast. You'll figure it out. You're smart yeah. people. You must be. You listen to this show. <laughs> Artwork for the show by Joe Humphrey, who is at Mr. Joe Humphrey on Twitter and Slasher. And I think that's it. Any final words from you? Um, Thank you for having me on. And thank, thank you for you. coming and thank you for your time. And it was nice to do it. We've always done it over Zoom before. Yeah, so first in, in person. In person here. Nice. In a cold, cold room. But. Hey, I mean, I've still got my jacket off. Sure. Like, it's. I'm doing pretty I'm good. I'm freezing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, of Thanks. course. Yeah, thank you. That'd be great. You're a, you're a good guest. Thank you. And we'll do it again. No girls allowed. No girls allowed. No girls. <laughs> this space. is the No Girls Club. <laughs> That doesn't sound good. No. We have <laughs> girls on here all the time. Yeah. In fact, in fact, I would go as far as to say I've, I've had more girls on this show than guys. Yeah. I'm I'm staying away from girls for a while. I think I'm going to take a few years to just be done. Sure. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. I think that'll do it yep, for do. Low Blow. And this week, on that note, uh, one more time, The Dragon Unleashed from 2019 on Tubi for next episode. I was going to say it has to be better than Low Blow, but that doesn't seem like a smart thing to say. <laughs> you like eat those words later. <laughs> yeah, I should not say things like that. Because every time I've said on this show, yeah. oh, well, that's the worst movie we will ever watch. Three weeks later, I watch, I see a movie so much worse. And that's happened three or four times. So I'll just take it as it comes and we'll see. So that's for next episode. And that'll do it for this week. On behalf of Dylan and myself, have a good week, everybody. Goodbye.